it is a reminder for us. It's a challenge. It's a it's a way for us to look at this story and then look internally. And it's like, who do I turn away from? Who is it that's around me in my life that maybe needs that help that I can be reaching out to? But I'm just, I don't want to. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get down and dirty and do all that. And yeah, it's a it's a constant reminder. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. <laughs> Let's hop into it. Let's do Today it. We're going to do a little good Samaritan. Yes. And uh, there's so much to dive into that story. But first, let's talk about you just had a nice family trip. I'm going on mine tomorrow. That's right. I'm you leaving are. on one. Yes. So traveling with the little ones. And then Josh had an experience yeah, <laughs> a oh couple gosh, weeks ago vacations yeah yes <laughs> so we're all uh we all did separate weeks of trips and um and we haven't missed a week of recording no no doing good we're grinding yeah it's funny we were just talking about it before we started recording like i i had such a relaxing weekend it was awesome i played golf oh, by nice. myself I, I loved it. It was so much fun. I just appreciated just just getting out. What did you on the do? Course. 18 or uh, yeah, I nine. played 18. 18 by yourself. Oh yeah. And you walked it or drove it? No, we had a cart. Oh, I yeah. had a cart. Um, oh, it's the best. It's probably my favorite thing to do because it's just me, the golf course, playing a little music. Got to work on some things. Work on my game. Had a couple of transfusions. Nice. Uh, it, was, it was the best. It was so much fun. But it was such a relaxing weekend and. I am exhausted. <laughs> it's just like, well, having the little one and just like doing things like on vacation, it like just you're never truly relaxing. Yes. Because you're constantly like the new environment for sleeping and all mm -hmm. that. I'm going to come across that because like we have one bed that we're going to have. So oh, wow. I have a blow up uh, toddler bed, but I don't know if that's going to work very well. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be in between us and telling. <laughs> When he comes in our bed, he tells Jess to go to the bottom. He's like, you down there, I hear my pillow. <laughs> he takes control. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of those things where it's like whatever will get him to sleep. It's yeah, like yeah. you kind of take it. But right? uh, at least like you were in a house so you could leave. Like I'm in a hotel room, so I'm going to be like, well, I guess we're all going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true because when he goes to sleep. Yeah. Unless, well, he can stay up late now. He like doesn't want to go to bed. He just yeah. keeps going. I'm up. I'm up. That's tough. Well, that's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to Dutch Wonderland, Dutch right? Wonderland, but as he calls it, Duck Wonderland. Duck Wonderland. There you go. <laughs> Shout out uh, David and the uh, the ducks from VeggieTales last week. <laughs> well, the we went to Dutch Wonderland when we were younger. Yeah, I, I don't remember it. I, I remember the name Dutch Wonderland. Even uh, watching all these YouTube videos on it, I don't remember it. I feel like I do remember some of our uh, like home videos of it. Um, but that's a fun trip. I feel like that's something we should look at. It hasn't changed in forever. So. Really? It's just a classic. It's been there. And I'm doing the um, railroad, the, the Strutland Railroad. Nice. It's like 50 years or something. This but. is very, well, I was going to say German, but it's Dutch. What am I saying, right? Dutch. This is the Dutch Wonderland. Yeah. Well, that's going to be fun. Are there going to be, no, this is all, it's like a kid's amusement park, right? Yeah. It's that's like, a, yeah. it's kind of geared towards younger. So like, that's. The reason why we went there. Nice. Um, yeah, and it's more affordable than Sesame Street. Sesame, yeah. Sesame, it's got the name on it. Yeah, yeah so you're going like, to lose you know. that. Well, this has been a nice two weeks for you. You've been off. 
Yeah, so but it's also so we've been uh as everyone knows we have a baby coming so we've been like decluttering. So mm. it's just like we conquered like four closets nice. and uh got the, all the clothes down. Um we actually don't have that much newborn stuff, which Ooh. is crazy. It's like I guess we threw it all out because Logan was a spitter upper. <laughs> so it was like always yellow. It's so, hard like, to pass on newborn clothes. I have yeah. a lot of um uh 12 to 18. Okay. And then two two T's, like, a little bit. I don't know what happened there. He was naked half the time, I guess. Running around in his diaper. Didn't have enough clothes. <laughs> He's like, unless he just skipped a 3T. But, yeah, so we've been, That's like, true. going through bins, just trying to, like, get ready. Because, like, use this time off to... Uh, oh, of course. Um, prepare. Because once school starts, it's yeah. going to be a swing of it. And, and yeah, close comes. to it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Wow, that's exciting. That's nice that you have that time to be able to like refresh yeah. and get uh, ready. a lot of beach time, which I love. Yes, I love a lot the of beach. Yeah, love the beach, and Logan loves the beach, and um, Jess loves the beach. It's just like a nice, relaxing, like family time, and it's like so good because like we park it right by the uh, right by the um, uh, playground, and it's funny. I'm pulling the wagon. I got all this stuff, and then Logan stops, and I because I stopped, and he goes. This is a good spot. <laughs> Just like asked, he picked it. He called it out. <laughs> yeah, hey, right here, right here, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's known. He's a vet now. He's like, this is where the sun's coming yeah. in. This is great. All right, well, what do you prefer? Because I have realized that I have a nice balance. But if you could pick, do you prefer lake life or beach life? Mm. I haven't had enough lake uh, time like uh, mm. in Woodlock. I feel like I always go to uh, the pool. or But it was very – I remember before Logan one time was very uh, – relaxing um i'm a lake person i think i it's it's a hard to pick either one because i love going to the beach we got beach volleyball living on long island we got beaches everywhere but i don't know there's something about being on the water and there's trees around you it's just i don't know it's calm it's peaceful it's it's very i think that's my favorite now i think it's edged it out a little bit but yeah that just uh makes me think too like like going back, like what's your like favorite summer memory? Like, cause now that we're in summer, we're in the thick of it, mm. and now like our kids are gonna start growing up, and they're yep. gonna like do the same sort of things that we've been doing. Like mine always is like the sleepovers and baseball is yes. amazing. Pool days. That was the first thing I yeah. thought of when you said that. Playing wiffle ball. Yeah. And we would just play nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. And then pool break. Yep. Uh, and then trade baseball cards at night, watch ESPN. <laughs> yes, I know. I think about that all the time. And I wonder if our kids will be able to appreciate that as much as yeah. we were. Because we had, like, when Sports Center was just sports. And it mm. wasn't news and, like, kind of, like, conversations about yeah. things and hot takes. It was it was just the highlights from the day. And then Baseball Tonight would come on. Yeah, and waiting stay for that top night. 10 and all yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, nothing beat that. Yeah. And, and we, we would sleep at grandma's. Yes, exactly. And we would do our own trade deadline with the baseball She cards. had one of the best um, uh, wiffle ball fields because she got rid of her pool. So it was like that was the infield. It was a perfect yeah, like, it was diamond. Perfect diamond. Yeah, exactly. And then you had the house mm-hmm. for right field and then the long left field line yeah. going down that fence. And then dead center, yeah. which you only hit a home run over once. <laughs> That was like probably the furthest home run I've ever seen. And then we had the treehouse, and we put that pole foul up. Foul pole, yeah. yeah. That was took grandma spray paint. Yes, <laughs> spray yeah. painted a foul pole. They took that treehouse down. <laughs> yeah, I drove past it. Yeah, and they have a cat on the roof now. Yes, that's right. That it reminded me of the pizza from Breaking Bad. 
I always say one. On the yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a cat. <laughs> yeah, actually, like, you say that. I was thinking that too. Yeah, very weird. One day I'll get that house back. <laughs> oh my gosh! Imagine. You know what's so funny? When we were looking at houses, the uh, two yeah last year at this point now, um, the house that I was born in. Where my oh yeah, that was for sale. For sale. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That would have been wild to mm-hmm. buy that. But I just the only thing I really remember about that house is the. Um, driveway kind of like going down mm-hmm. I, but i don't know if like my mind like as younger like exaggerated it well that's what i was yeah. laughing about because when we drove by it again it wasn't as big as i pictured yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i only lived there until we were three and so like those memories are very slim i remember um going uh me and emily were running around with cups filling them with caterpillars it was like there was so many caterpillars and we just filled up like a solo cup of caterpillars there you go isn't that awesome now? Like, we have all these memories of us growing up. And then another interesting thing, too, is, like, um, I think I saw James uh, for my birthday. Fourth uh, of July, too. Yeah. But um, Logan was very interested in the um, fireflies, and I remember always catching them. And hitting them with our baseball bats. Yeah. So that our bat would glow up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we always named all of our wiffle ball bats, like the Ichiro bat. Yeah, true, the Ichiro yeah. bat. Yes. <laughs> And when I finally learned how to tape a bat and we would tape them up, really cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. See, like, isn't that cool? Like, we have all of these memories of us growing up. And now we're at that stage where our kids are going to start growing up together. And they're all so close in age. It's it's really wild. It's so fun. I just, I still can't believe that this is where we're at in our lives. Yeah, right. (laughs) But here we are. Time jump. Time jump (laughs) is right. And now we have a podcast. Yeah. So what did you, this week, talking about the trends of... uh, Music. Did you have any songs that popped out to you this week? Um, I think it was called Mercy. I was listening to it while I was doing um, the bins of clothes. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe it was called. Um, I can't remember. There's that movie about it where he writes it about his father. Okay. I don't think I know. Mercy me. Mercy me. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yes, yes, yes. So that one came on. I just. Uh, Divine. Mercy Me is the uh, band, correct? Yes, I can only imagine. Yeah, I yes. told Alexa to s- just play. Yes. And um, that came on. Yeah. And I had a Mercy yeah. Me CD when I was one. I remember going to Borders and buying that. It gives you a <laughs> bunch of feels, you know? Oh, of course. And it's funny, like when I think that song obviously came out a long time, a while mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Then when the you. movie came out, you know, everything jumps up. Sure. You know, again. And, movie uh, Spike. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's a classic. I like that. Putting on a little background music just to yeah. get through your chores or something. That's a little tedious. Yeah. I had a new song that got into the rotation this week. Um, James brought it to my attention. Matt Marr is probably one of... He's a really well-known um, just Christian musician. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's got one of the more popular songs. But um, Leaning was the song that I've been listening to. I just like... It came out like last month, but it was more on my mind this week. And it was cool because it kind of relates to the Good Samaritan a little bit or more in the way of, no, this was connected to, because I just started like rewatching The Chosen just because I was like, I need to Did the new season come out? Um, Soon. It is coming out soon. But Leaning is an awesome song. And it's basically, it's like the one line that I really love is like, you are, I am yours and you are mine. And it's like, I will always be leaning in your, Mm -hmm. in your arms. And like, I just think that's so relatable for us today and like i love to be able to continue to remind myself of just like there is that love that god says you are mine and like we're his we're chosen so um it's neat to 
to remind yourself of that and what better way than music yeah so we're starting to put together a little bit of a playlist here yeah we should figure out how to make that a available. Beat playlist yes i call my playlist lift me up lift me up so. mine yeah mine's upbeat <laughs> and then somehow some disney's like logan's disney songs started showing up on it <laughs> <laughs> that's it's uh i've actually started to have that happen now in my rotation of when you i put on because spotify gives you all of like the um on repeat songs yeah, yeah. like the ones you're listening to i can't even click on repeat anymore yeah, because yeah. it's just simple songs wheels on the bus will <laughs> yeah, come on <laughs> exactly i got it's taken over but all good things there's like so many versions of different people singing it mm. and it's like uh we always just tell alexa to do it and um alexa will be like if you want to upgrade to the ernie version of singing it then <laughs> another just fifty nine thousand dollars a month you know they're plugging you in like get out of here oh, play alexa. the free stuff <laughs> play the cleanup song yeah. alexa <laughs> i love that i'm oh I'm, yeah I'm writing that down so that when we're ready for Elliot to clean up. Although we've been starting to get him just, I do it. I'm like, let's clean up. Use his hands. Yep. Just, just yeah. place it in. He started crawling. He oh, started nice. crawling. Yes. So he's moving. So we got a mover, but another challenge in our chapter in our life. Yep. So it should be yeah. fun. That's it. Exactly. Now, now you're active all the time. Right, Josh? You That's know that. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> like I, like I, I said uh, in a parent group chat, I was like, um, I sent that thing. They say newborns the hardest. No, it's toddlers. <laughs> when they're just running around. That was so funny. And it was playing that song. Was it Reputation? And it was like, da, 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 yeah. and the kid just running around. <laughs> that was so funny. It's <laughs> like, whatever. You turn your, like, I'll just go like this. And then next thing I know, there's like something in his mouth. No. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's Where? Constant. Why? How? <laughs> <laughs> Still so oh. much fun. Go ahead. So Logan, I went to the movies this weekend, and yep. um, me and Jess and uh, Sammy watched uh, Logan, and he he surprises like he always goes into these deep like questions, and then so so he goes to Sammy, he looks at her, and he goes, "Where's God?" And I was like, "Okay, Sammy." Nice. Sammy started answering, yeah. "He's everywhere." Yeah, and he asked if he was in um, mommy's belly, and she's like, "Yeah," and then he goes. She's like explaining, and he goes, "Look at that truck!" <laughs> it's just like, "Whoop!" It's like, "Thanks for the answer." Trucks. <laughs> you had like, um, I don't know where it came from, but when she was telling the story, it was hilarious. Like, uh, it's just so Logan. Like, he will ask you a question, and then suddenly the dump truck goes by. Look at that truck! <laughs> and you're thinking about it, like, how do I answer this? How do I answer this? Like, what do I? And you just truck <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> the mind of a little but, uh, i was very proud like he's actually like picking things up and like you mm -hmm. know asking those questions and he like understands he thinks we're on a tv show because we'll put it on youtube for <laughs> oh we'll watch our youtube yeah <laughs> that's funny it's cool to be able to introduce it to them yeah as they grow up <clears throat> I've, that's where i appreciate my faith and just the fact that that it's been something that we've just had from such an early age you know I've thought about this a little bit more because I think this is something for us, like kind of having this podcast and, you know, like there are converts, like Catholic converts that I feel like are very vocal and they're just like the voice of a lot of people on social media and things like that. And I think that's really cool because they appreciate it, I think, a little bit more. And I think that maybe for us who have grown up with the faith, it can be like a little bit more challenging sometimes because of just people are more scared. They're scared to like their opinion and get canceled i guess more or less, maybe you know, right i don't know it's just an know. interesting thing and like you know because i feel like people who are kind con of converted have that like 
aha moment almost, or mm-hmm. it's like that Jesus moment where it's just like, I felt some huge calling to me to be able to come a, become well, Catholic. That's exactly like one, one reason why I like Luke. And I texted you this too, is like, he is, he's the only, he's a um, Gentile, a Gentile yeah. and he's the only non-Jewish writer in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, and he has um, four parables uh, and gospels that aren't in anyone else's story. And he speaks more towards the, um, the, like the outcast. Yeah. Right? The outcast. Yeah. And, um, which is really cool. Like even in this story too, this is a big one too. Like how the, the priest went by and everyone, the Jewish people went by mm-hmm. and he sh- says that the outcast who the Jews don't even talk to yeah, helped them. So like he has a lot of those with the prodigal son, um, Zarah, how do you say his name? Zacharias. Zacharias, right? the tax collector, the ten lepers. Uh, yeah, he has a lot of different stories that aren't in others that he's trying to reach out to the um, outcasts and show, like you don't have to be the religious um, person. Jesus didn't come here for the Jews only. He came here for everyone, right? People who messed up, and that's what's great about seeing people keep joining the faith mm-hmm. and coming to the church and yeah. realizing oh of course like not, there's we're all chosen right yeah where everyone calls our name like we're all god's children right and that's such a a relatable and something that i think can be really helpful in your faith journey of just embracing that idea of yeah. like hey yeah. like i am even though i might have been through whatever i've been through right or challenges or things that i've done that i maybe not be proud of like god still reaches and out i'm to sure you. like you can relate like with how I feel the same way, like even though I grew up with um, the faith, the mm-hmm. Catholic faith, and going to church and all that, but I always, you always, I always felt like an outcast in a way, mm-hmm. um, because like, like we talked about it before, like putting it on the back burner, like oh I can do this later, and um, hmm. just like not relating in a way, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah, exactly, and like almost because this was something maybe personal for me to relate to is that. I almost felt like I wasn't good enough. Yes, I wasn't that's up there, exactly right? what like, I was trying to say. Yeah, there is this sort of distance between me and, you know, a Catholic who is devout and who is, you know, doing these things. And But that's where I think it's so important and so cool for us to be talking every week and, like, figuring out or highlighting those ways. Because to be able to get to that, like, Catholic, it's really, it and, can be done in simple ways. And think about so this, too, like to feel that way like you went to catholic school mm-hmm. i was like an altar boy uh i did um i served with uh the bishop and all this and went to religion and yep. shadow play after shadow play and um help teach in uh bible school and i still felt that way so mm-hmm. it's weird that like sometimes you can feel like the outcast even though you're not and that's like what the point of luke is trying to show you like you belong mm-hmm. in our faith that's great don't yeah. back out yeah you all belong exactly and the simple things that you can do to feel that like you belong too, as well mm-hmm. like it's all here it's written for us and it's just a matter of sometimes it's like you listen to something or you hear something that just can relate that can just really change the whole way you think about things and i I do appreciate that from Luke's gospel as well, because I think that there was always a little bit of a separation and kind of a little bit of a resistance as well for me. Like, And he was a physician? 
He was a doc. Yes. Yeah. I think it was a physician is the right word. Yes, exactly. So. And he was very uh, focused on kind of bringing more of like a, a historical type of mm -hmm. written, you know, gospel, which is pretty that's, cool. That's interesting, too. Like, think about it, too. Like, the Bible is written by all these different people, mm -hmm. right? And it's written by a different person. And each person is in a different area of the world. And they're trying to relate the stories to those people to bring to show them that it's okay to follow Jesus. And after Jesus died, there was all this word of mouth going around. And it's what story do you take? Because, you know, well, that's where like the parables are so interesting. Yeah. And even just the way the gospels and how it can relate to every person differently. And yeah, the parables are written in a way like here we are now about to talk about the parables again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I love that about the gospels and just about the Bible, like God's words mm -hmm. stand the test of time and can relate and connect so many yeah, different people. I enjoy all breaking them down and just like putting our own uh, twist on it and just Finally. like how we yeah. um, interpret it. Yeah, exactly. And it was great too, because you said it before we started and I try and do the same thing where like I'll, I'll read it my own way and I'll read it myself and kind of pinpoint different things that stand out to me. And then I love being able to go to different people that, you know, are really like rooted in the faith, you know, mm -hmm. like Father Mike or Jeff Cavins and guys that we've talked about sometimes. Yeah, people on you respect and just like like to listen to. Because then they pick up on things and they're so, I mean, these people have been studying it their whole lives, you know, yeah. and like it's mine, great to connect with them. Mine was always like um, Monsignor now, Monsignor uh, Bob uh, Quirk. Sure. Yeah, I, I just it's, it was hard for me to say that because I was his father, oh, Bob, father Bob, father Bob, yeah. but he's Monsignor now. But, wow. <laughs> um, I always like respected him and uh, Father Kevin too. Like he always brought a, he was good in the um, uh, children's mass, and even the deacon, uh, Deacon Marty, always had his uh, Easter Sunday. That's what I, one thing I always remember with him sitting down with the kids. But mm. just like different when you get like different uh, homilies from them. Uh, it's always interesting to hear their take because they're pretty much doing their own little podcast, <laughs> own little show for everyone, like talking, helping you understand more. Exactly. Yeah, and that's great. And I think that for us as lay people who are just trying to figure it out, like that's what's so great about what we're trying to do on this podcast and the idea of just diving into it. Let's talk about it. Let's question it. Maybe we have mm -hmm. some thoughts and say, wait, maybe I don't necessarily understand this, but Let's find the people that have those answers and yeah. bring it to light. And yeah, it's really cool. I enjoy it. I really look forward to coming out here. Like even tonight, like feeling so yeah, tired and ready. stuff. I was like, this is going to be great. I always just enjoy sitting yeah. down and talking through it. So yeah, let's dive into it today. We got the parable of the Good Samaritan. So mm -hmm. this is coming out of Luke's gospel. Yep. Um, a well-known parable. A parable yeah, that... It is very well-known. Yes. Everyone knows it. Same with like the... Uh, David and Goliath. I feel like everyone knows this one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And now Samaritans, exactly. So this was interesting because Samaritans really, they kind of had no dealings. Well, the yeah, Jews were, had no dealings yeah, they were with gawked Samaritans. At. Like, that's the correct word, gawk that? Like, like look that weird? I think I think it was vice versa. Like, I think the Samaritans didn't want the Jews, I, if I remember correctly. I also know from previously in the Gospels, like when... Uh, was it John and James were saying, let's spite them down. Let's bring mm. the thunder down from the from the clouds, like because they were spitting at them, like because you're Jews, right? You're low of the lows type of oh, thing. Oh, they were spitting I at believe them. it was that way uh, mm. from, from what I remember in the readings there. So there was a separation. And we'll get into what that separation really can mean for us in this story. 
Um, but I did enjoy how it started. So I'll kind of start this off here. Um, so I like in the beginning, it's a lawyer, a lawyer story, right? And this is the Revised Standard Version, uh, Catholic edition. So he, the lawyer stood up to put Jesus to the test. I like that. Like, here is a lawyer. He's so smart. I'm going to question Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but he asked him a simple question. He says, what, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So what's the answer? How do I get eternal life? How do I live forever? How do I get to heaven? You know, what is it for eternal life? And he asked, Jesus kind of turns it around. He said, well, what's in, written in the law? Like, you tell me, what do you see? And it's that line and kind of a, a root in our faith in a way of just, uh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. So I thought that was really cool because it's, I think, a reminder for us too that like, the two should not be separated. Like, yes, you can love the Lord your God with all your heart. Like, you can pray often. You can give God, you know, everything, that, like your strength, you know, your mind. You can always be pointing to God. But how do you treat your neighbor? Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's such a, there's a connection there. And it's like, remember that, that that's kind of tied in together. And laughing, thinking about children, because this is one of the classic Donut Man songs. I don't know if you remember the Donut Man. I remember we talked about the that, Donut but, Guy. Oh, I love the Donut Man, and that's actually it's on one of the repeat songs because I play it for Elliot all the time. Um, but it's it's great. It's with all my heart, and it goes. It's that line mm-hmm. with all my soul, and one of the lines in it says, "I'm loving you with life you give to me. Here's my life. I want you in it." Like this is a children's song. That's so cool. I love the Donut Man, but like. It's so neat for us and like a reminder for us of just here is my life, like trying to give our lives to God and understand that like our lives, our grace are given to us from Jesus and from God. So it's important to be able to try and live in a way of saying, here's my life. Like, I want you in it. I want you to be a part of my life. And that's a hard thing to do. It's hard to surrender ourselves, but to, to give ourselves up, to give our lives to God man, talk about like that kind of separation where I was looking at like what Catholic, what Catholics are about. Like that's a piece of it that I'm continuing to like strive for and work on. And I think that that was just like a quick reminder. Like I didn't even remember that this was in the beginning of the Good Samaritan parable, mm-hmm. but it started with that, which was kind of cool. Yep. And then uh, <clears throat> I think he interrupts Jesus and then Jesus tells him the story. Like tell me who's the good person in this. And, yes. Uh, starts off with the traveler getting jumped and mugged and robbed of his clothes yeah he's basically like okay so love my neighbor who is my neighbor yeah like tell me who my neighbor is jesus and i think that that's also interesting too because he doesn't answer the question right away jesus doesn't exactly directly answer it by saying this is your neighbor instead he he tells him a parable he said hearsay (laughs) (laughs) hearsay yeah but he gives him a parable so the Good Samaritan. So this is a man who was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, mm-hmm. and robbers beat him, stripped him, left him there lying on the road. Bleeding and everything. Exactly. Uh, which when we get to the Good Samaritan part, it's very interesting of how he healed him. But um, first person walking down the road is the priest, mm-hmm. right? And he sees him, and he crosses to the other side. Doesn't help him. Right there, you're like, they probably thought, and uh, right away, like, oh, the priest would help him. He'll bring him to the church, yeah, yeah. get him, you know, fed, helped out, whatever he needs. He avoided that because he didn't want to deal with uh, whatever was going on. I can relate to that. How many yeah. times I look the other way, you know, like you see someone that might need your help or, yeah, it's just so easy to just be like, I'd rather not be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. 
but um that reminded me of uh what happened with i believe it was hurricane harvey uh with uh joel Osteen, how he didn't allow the people into uh his church calling him out yeah <laughs> joel he did not let them in um who stepped up in that situation was jj watt jj <laughs> <laughs> watt the good samaritan yeah. shout out jj watt, watt the good samaritan but <laughs> we had a beyond the field episode on jj watt yeah check it out but uh it's very very interesting like how like that does happen in real life too like where how many people probably go to um a place of worship and get turned down or pushed away just by the way they look and uh Jesus was pointing that out to show you, uh, again, like how he's not there just for the uh, religious people. He's there for everyone. So that's one person who crossed. And uh, who was the second? I, I was, uh, yeah, a Levite, which uh, Levites were priests as well. So I so there you go. Don't have the correct. The, uh, so you're getting different types of religions. They're, were, they, were they the same? No, or they're different. Yeah, so when uh, the tribes of Israel are created, like the Levites were the priests of the tribes of Israel. So I believe that there is a similarity there as well. So you're kind of looking at two people who, you know, were considered rooted in the faith and good people. So it kind of ties into that first question or that first answer, really, of just saying, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, yeah. your soul, your strength, your mind, but also love the neighbor as oneself. So it's that separation again it's almost like these two people in the beginning are that example of they're like, supposed to be the ones that are supposed to drop everything and help the person help mm -hmm. your neighbor out and uh no yeah. it didn't turn and I, I think they came across the samaritan the uh um the well the person who was just i don't they really yeah. identify it's just a man <laughs> yeah I, I was trying to think of the name i don't know why <laughs> they came across him and they kind of like Ooh, yeah, step away. This is not my problem. When he got there, you know, he does. He does. They don't like the Jews, and he, I guess, didn't know, or I guess you could tell if, whatever. But um, he helped him out, and he uh, rubbed his wounds with olive oil, which I thought was very. It like, was interesting, right? Interesting. They described that. I, I don't know. Next cut. Maybe I'll put some olive oil on it. And wine. Don't forget he had wine as well. <laughs> oil and wine. I thought that too. I was like, wow, I didn't know. Yeah, olive oil. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about all the times... Um, the like first the washing of the, Yeah, it was oil. <laughs> well, the washing of the feet and everything. Remember, Judas was like, whoa, why are you using yeah, all that yeah, oil? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that same deal. So this is a Samaritan who is, like we identified before, It was there was a separation there between the Jews and the Samaritans, right? And Samaritans... So this wasn't a person who they were expecting to reach out and have that help and, to and give he went help. above and beyond he could have just like gave him some water and left him no he brought him to an inn mm -hmm. and paid for him for two days and he's like if he uh overstays that when I, i'll pay when i come back take care of him yeah and that's pretty much how it ends but exactly that well it ends by jesus asking them who do you think was the good person there exactly and that's where i think like again, Jesus's answer comes in an indirect way, where he's not directly saying this is who your neighbor is. Like, who should you be helping out? He just asks them, you know, which of these proved neighbor to the man. So, which of these was the neighbor to the mm -hmm. man? And they all were pretty like, well, obviously the guy who showed mercy. And then, boom, he says, Jesus says, go and do likewise. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. There's always a call to action. Like Jesus is constantly telling us, like, go out and do it. Go out and you know, act. Yeah, live and, it. Yeah, live it. And what a challenge. For live us. my words. 
yeah. go out and do it. And that's like, it's almost, I, I wonder like what is said to them once they get to the gates, like how you just walk past this man, you're supposed to be this, you know, like, why didn't you help out that person? Mm. It's like, a, oh, he has the thing, like, what if it was, you know, you turned me away? That whole story, too. Yes, Jesus is. Well, it's the same thing. It's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it is a reminder for us. It's a challenge. It's a, it's a way for us to look at this story and then look internally. And it's like, who do I turn away from? Who is it that's around me in my life that maybe needs that help that I can be reaching out to? But I'm just, I don't want to, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to mm-hmm. get down and dirty and do all that. And yeah, it's a, it's a constant reminder and it's a way for us to I, kind of I need help building my shed now you can't turn me down <laughs> man were you waiting for this <laughs> yeah. he's like i'm gonna build it next week after we do the good samaritan as soon episode. as he said let's do the good samaritan i was like i got him <laughs> my shed's not up guys <laughs> angry comments we'll come back we'll give a little update if we do it maybe we'll post it on instagram putting the shed up <laughs> there you go so right away i'm getting challenged this is my, my answer here but i love that jesus always is it's indirect. It's it's these little like, hey, let me think about this and really kind of reflect a bit more for me to be able to say, okay, who who is that? But it's it's funny because it's also a separate, it's also an identify. He's identifying that the people that you don't necessarily associate yourself with are mm. also your neighbors. Yes, you know, because the Samaritans one. was not who we associate with, and that comes to Luke and the outcasts, and you know, it's the people you don't necessarily associate yourself with still need help. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. It's funny because I look at it in both ways now and I'm trying my best to, I think I've said it in different episodes, but it's like, you know, sometimes we're looking and you hear, you know, social media or whatever. And it's like, I did this for this person. I did this for this person. And there's value to like doing something for someone that, you know, is outside of your world, you know, helping the poor. Like that's so important. That's a part of, you know, our faith. That's a part of what we're called to do. But there's also the poor among you in a way, you know, it's like the people that you love, sometimes it's easy to kind of look away from them and you're looking so far off. Like I want to try and like look closer to myself a little bit too as well and be like constantly reminded of like, how can I help the people that I love? And it doesn't necessarily mean like physically help them, but it's just like reach out a, a simple hello or a text or a conversation that like you might be avoiding like at a family party, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like walking away from someone. Cause it's like, I don't really want to have this conversation, but yeah. it's like, this is family. These are the people that you love, like build each other up and, you know, create some, some good conversations there. So these are constant reminders for us. Like these parables, like we said, just can relate to so many different things. You know, as we dive through it, we find a million different, uh, you know, ways to look at it and the ways for it to relate to who we and- are. The lawyer who Jesus was um, telling the parable to was probably expecting him to be like, oh, the priest dropped everything and helped out. He was probably more shocked that a Samaritan helped out a Jewish person, uh, which he got him on that. You know, like probably like the big lawyer. I like that. (laughs) We're going to have a couple of uh, cuts by the end of the Yeah, like we said, we're tired. I've got some air some brain brain uh farts <laughs> we could do a whole reel of it yeah. and then tony reality will come on and tell us all the names that we had wrong <laughs> we'll still work on that but yeah it's great i love talking about these things because it's always just ways for us to remind each other as well so yeah i like it i like the i want to go back to from the beginning because i wrote something down that was a little different 
that connected to just how Jesus is asking you to love, you know, with all your heart, with all your mind. And this was something that I heard just kind of like in our week, like we talk about our weeks and something that like hit me a little bit different this week. Um, the idea of like picking up your cross, you know, and talking about just daily sacrifices and things like that, and how that's kind of important for us to use that as ways to give our lives to Jesus, right? But it's, it's a, it's a full on like, here is my whole life. And that is like the hardest thing to do. I'm constantly trying to think about this as more of like, how can I, how can I give my whole life to my faith? And like every moment, like when it's, hey, let me go pick up Elliot and do something to help him out or all of like my whole life where I'm not constantly thinking about like, what is it that I'm doing next? I think we've talked about that at well, different right times. Right now, I believe episodes. that it's um, your job as a father to uh, install the faith. That's what Jesus wants you to do. Mm. So like that's, and you're playing the music, you're, you go to church every Sunday. Yeah. So you guys are taking that step. So that is what you're giving your life to is the next generation. Of course. Exactly. And it starts in those little ways. You're right. And yeah, trying my best to do those things. But the connection that I made this week, because we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, like, you know, as a Catholic, like growing up within the faith and going to different things, but feeling a separation, right? Mm -hmm. And seeing these people who have given their whole lives to the Catholic faith and feeling like I'm not there. But understanding more and more that like this idea of, you know, pick up the cross, like deny yourself daily and like how that sometimes like feels a little insignificant, but it's like working on that and practicing that because it continues to build you up to the next thing. And it's like, oh, I'm going to have a, I'm going to fast today. I'm going to not have that extra cookie or I'm going to do like these little sacrifices that I've been trying to like incorporate. I think Exodus really started it for me and it's taken so much time, but those little things continue to build and build and build. And now I'm all of a sudden starting to see this connection of like, wow, those people who have given their full life to Christ is not that far off. Like I'm striving for it. We're getting there. Like we're talking weekly, like mm -hmm. those little things are there. And I think that that's cool for us to always sometimes think about that. Like we're not that far off and it starts with little things over time. And it's fun <clears throat> to remind yourself like, okay, you're working, you're getting there. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's not gonna be perfect, but you're getting there. I think, um, why you feel like the outcast is because there were so many strict rules and like you're told certain things, but then once you like realize it's okay if my kid talks, I don't need to worry about the look in church and I'm picking up the cross and I'm spreading <clears throat> Jesus's gospels. So mm -hmm. it's not like that's what he wants. Sure. And also to understand that it's not exactly like rules, 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 because I think that that's a common you know, thought. Yeah, that's, and, that's, you the know, pro that's what I was trying to say. Like people f believe that and uh, that's why they shy away or feel like the outcast. Mm -hmm. Of course, exactly. And like, but to go deeper and to learn like why we do certain things and you know, why we, why we don't eat meat on Fridays during Lent, you know, it's like, that's silly. Why can't I eat meat? You know, and understanding like those different sacrifices. And it's like, we we're saying before, it's like deny your cross, you know, pick up your cross, deny yourself daily and like those little things and that rules that we might seem like are rules and hard like can actually be things that are building us up mm -hmm. jordan peterson's big on that nowadays when he's because he's talking kind of at a a little bit of a lower level in a sense of like i'm 
you know, as a man, like I'm going to deny myself certain things because I need to be a man, right? I need to be. And but also like a relation for us just as Catholics and like to think about, you know, there are certain times where there's sacrifices that we might have to make or, you know, these prayers that we're going through or a church that we have to be at on Sunday might feel like challenges that when you look at it in the right way, it can help you just like see it build you up. And it takes time to get there, right? Like we're striving for it. I, I We're talking about it. But I still am not perfect in it, right? It's just yeah. continuing to like continue to address that, it. Just that's one thing though. It. I hate what people always say, like, "Oh, you're a man. You're supposed to be doing this." Like, all right, <laughs> I can like Batman if I want to. Heck yeah, <laughs> good like Superman. Hey, that's that's where our our Mother Mary comes in. I love that that image. Talking about Catholic schools, you know, going to Chaminade. That's a Marianist religion, a Marianist institution. There's our mother. She's teaching us how to love. So. Yeah, there's so many cool resources, so many fun things for us to really dive into. And hopefully it brings some some good light to, to our faith and helps us grow. And, you know, what are those little things, these little parables that connect to you, connect to me and help us really grow in our faith? So good stuff. Enjoy talking yeah. about all this today. So you got any shout outs? What do you think? Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Jessica, my wife. <laughs> Thanks for always supporting us. Mm. Uh, we appreciate you. And uh, also want to give a little shout out to uh, all the hardworking parents out there uh, who you know, are yeah. exhausted and go through what they got to go through in the day, you know? Of course. I can't, now I can't not shout out Ronnie. I mean, I'm, <laughs> but I, I do think that that's a great thing to shout out. And I, you know, maybe a little teaser. We're working on trying to put together a little bit of a... Because we talk about being fathers a lot. Mm. So we're going to try and put together a little couples podcast to talk about our faith in yeah. marriage, raising children in this world, and going through all of that. So I don't know if this is a place big enough for a rhino. <laughs> we'll make that exception. Maybe we'll record outside. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, good stuff so uh, please like comment and subscribe yes subscribe uh, we are links are all below us you see that little box down there nice <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for watching yeah we'll we see you next year peace, peace.